Welcome to the Live Full Podcast, a weekly conversation to help you pursue word and spirit for everyday life. Spiritual gifts are gifts of grace given by God. In this episode, you'll learn more about the spiritual gift of leadership empowered by the Spirit. The Spirit gives differing gifts according to the grace given to us, one being the spiritual gift of leadership. Want to learn more? We wrote a book for you to do just that. Visit livefull.org book. We just launched our new website where you can have easy access to Word and Spirit resources, updates about what's happening within Live Full, and how to support the ministry. To view more, visit livefull.org. We have Sarah with us on the podcast again. I'm so excited about this. If you didn't tune in last week, she's joining us for a couple of episodes. And this week, we're going to be talking about the spiritual gift of leadership, which is awesome because the Holy Spirit has poured this gift out onto Mm. Sarah. And so I'm excited to learn from her on this (laughs) episode. And we see in, in all the gifts God gives that they are manifestations of his spirit for the common good, the church needs every gift and needs every member of the body walking in their giftings that the whole church may be built up into Christ likeness um, and brothers and sisters who specifically have the gift of leadership are clothed with zeal from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to lead and to stand in front of and to stir the the church up to action mm-hmm. um, Romans 12, 8, in in talking about the spiritual gifts, um, says that the one who leads is to lead with zeal. And I so see this in Sarah. Um, We see this in, in God's people since uh, since the beginning of time, God has been leading uh, through his people to his people. I think about Abraham and Moses and um, and Joshua and David and the list goes on of just mm-hmm. different different people God uses. And like I said, Sarah has been clothed with this gifting. She's been walking this gifting for years. And I have gotten to even be on the side of experiencing being so built up in the into Christ mm-hmm. through this gifting and and my sister. So Sarah, I would love to just <laughs> jump right in again with you um, and hear about what were even just early glimpses in your life of seeing seeing God uh, give you this gift of leadership. Yeah. Uh, well, this one's kind of a funny family story, actually, that my parents love to tell on me um, often. And one of my brothers had a birthday party and they were trying to figure out how to get all of like wrangle all these boys that were like cats into cars <laughs> to go to the pool or wherever we were going. I don't even remember. And um, they said that I just started like telling all the boys which car to get into and who they were going to ride with, even though like I was the little one girl in the group and there were all these these guys and Um, so my mom that day called me like a little cruise director (laughs) and, uh, loves to talk about that story and, uh, remind me of that memory. Cause that was one of the first times I think my parents saw this desire to create like order and like Mm. move people like we're going to do this and this is how it's going to work. Um, and kind of a flip side of that in, in elementary school and middle school, both my brothers and other people would call me bossy or Mm. be like, stop trying to control everything. And, Obviously, at a young age, I I started taking that in as, oh, this is a negative thing. Mm. It's a negative thing that I, like, want to help create clarity. I want to help move people forward. Um, And because I was immature, there were so many times where I did not wield that 
that uh, gift well, and it actually isolated me from other people and made them feel controlled. But um, but for the most part, that was like that was really when I first started seeing it. Yeah, uh, was at a really young age. So yeah, that that story is really funny because have you ever been on a cruise before? No, okay, I <laughs> okay, I've been once, and <laughs> my cruise director, he was I could like that is not you, what the Lord has for you, <laughs> but I could totally see you being a cruise director because like he is like running like he's doing the whole thing, leading people, and they just make it so fun, and you yeah, make, you make things fun. I appreciate um, that. TJ, if you're listening to this, that was my cruise director. <laughs> you remember um, his name? Yeah, he was, I mean, he was awesome. He was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think even in that story too, it's like what you're saying at first, you started to feel like, oh, am I just, like, is this my personality? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like, am I bossy? Or yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Of I think even a really common misconception about the spiritual gifts is, oh, well, what is my personality? Like they're mm-hmm. just, it depends on kind of like my wiring, like if I'm extroverted or introverted, right. just all these things when, no, 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 scripture tells us that they are empowerments from mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And so when did you, what has been your journey with that of um, yeah. experiencing maybe some of the, is this just my personality? And then when did the Lord take you into, <laughs> this is a clothing of the Holy Spirit of God in me? Yeah, yeah. Great questions. Well, first, I think it might be helpful to clarify because when we talk about leadership, it can feel like a couple things. One, that being a leader is like better, that Mm. this is like a value thing, that if you're a leader, you're more valuable. Mm. Um, But that's not true. And all believers are called to lead in different spheres. Mm. We're all called to make disciples of all nations. Mm. And you can't make disciples without leadership in some form. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we're talking about is the spiritual gift of leadership. Mm. So being empowered by the Holy Spirit um, to move groups of people, Mm. individuals towards what God has, what he, what his vision is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so as, as I started learning those things, even as early as um, middle school, high school, it was in the moments when me leading led to other people's flourishing, mm-hmm. their um, joy, their freedom, that I started getting glimpses of, wait, this, this might not be just mm-hmm. a random um, personality thing. Mm-hmm. This might be actually the way God has made me for the good of other people. Yeah. So it's actually not even ultimately about me. Um, shocker, which is what we have to learn with all mm-hmm. of our, our gifts, our spiritual gifts. Um, and I think especially in middle school, there was a teacher who would speak to me like he saw it and he spoke into me. Hey, God has made you a leader, mm. like use it wisely. And there were so many times that I didn't, but when I did, I saw people, um, flourish Mm. yeah and be better humans and enjoy life more and feel um like they were connected to others Mm -hmm. and uh so I think that middle school that teacher and then um high school and then I went on a gap year after high school there were just times where no one else was really wanting to lead the charge in something and it was my joy I was like Mm -hmm. I would love to help us get to where we Mm want to go um uh whether that was like I was the birthday captain in our choir program so I would get all these Mm -hmm. people to celebrate people's (laughs) birthdays like that kind of thing um but it was all for the joy of others and so that they would see God more um and that's when I started to learn okay this is actually a gift from the Holy Spirit Mm. so yeah and I, I love what you said too about like oh it requires me taking my eyes off of myself yeah. and on to God of that mm-hmm. shift when it's the Holy Spirit empowering this gifting in me you begin to see like 
I can't, like, I can't do this. God, yeah. you have to, you have to move mm-hmm. through me. It's not my own ability. Even like Moses, he looks at himself. He looks at his stutter. He's yeah. like, Lord, I can't like, not no, me. <laughs> not me. And I just think I, yeah, I see that so much in your life, Sarah, this, um, this looking to the Lord mm-hmm. to like empower you. And he does it, it to lead others with, with zeal. And so yeah. I love that walking in mm-hmm. the spiritual gifts re- require you to take your eyes off of yourself and mm-hmm. on, onto God because he, he empowers them. That's right. And I think I would love to be able to even unpack more of how the spiritual gift of leadership mm-hmm. manifests itself in, in your life. And I think about even Ephesians two, um, Ephesians two, where, where it says that, uh, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm-hmm. And this is God saying that every single one of his children are his workmanship mm-hmm. created in Christ Jesus for good works. And I feel like the the Holy Spirit empowering you to lead allows you to see God's children so specifically and individually and mm-hmm. see almost the spirit given sight of man, I see this good work that God is calling yeah. this son or this daughter into and, and seeing where they are and helping through the Holy Spirit, like lead them mm-hmm. to where God could be leading them. And so even that, I would love to hear more about how does that show up in your leadership, this ability to lead others like specifically and individually through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much to unpack here. It's so good, Cass. But I think what first comes to mind is that we have a misconception of leadership as being solely out front and like ahead of other Mm -hmm. people. When in reality, when we look at Jesus, he was beside and underneath others, like Mm. lifting them up, raising them up, like him crouching down and washing the disciples feet. That is leadership Mm. because ultimately what leadership is, is serving, Mm. Uh, which doesn't sound so glamorous and romanticized. Um, You know, like typically when we think of leaders, we're like, Ooh, I could be out in front. I could be seen, but the best leaders are the ones who come up under others. Mm. Um, And the way that they do that is knowing the people they're leading Mm. and where like listening to the spirit, where God are you leading these Mm. people and how can I, um, come up under them and beside them to help them get there. Mm-hmm. And what are the barriers that on their own would keep them from doing this thing or pursuing this vision? And they would never do it without um, a group of people, a team around them or a leader beside them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that kind of looks like practically in my life is a lot of question asking because you can't know what God is doing in someone's life, how he's gifted them, Mm -hmm. where he's leading them. If you don't hear them. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of sitting down with people and asking, um, tell me your story and how has God been working in your life recently? And what, what kinds of things are you are stirring in your heart right now that Mm -hmm. you're like, man, I just, I really want to do this, but, uh, and you know, these reasons why I can't. Mm -hmm. And I love, it is just my joy to help people work through those barriers. Actually, one of my friends makes fun of me for how much I say the word barriers, because (laughs) that's how I think as a leader is like, Mm -hmm. wait, no, like there are barriers, but they don't have to be there. Mm -hmm. And if God, if these are works from God for this person to walk in, then my job as a leader is to help bring down or remove those barriers as much as I can and help Mm. them do the same thing. Mm. Um, And one last thing I'll kind of add on to that is that uh, this is what 
in my job, we prepare people to go do overseas Mm -hmm. is just like Paul and Barnabas and other apostles is go to places where the church either doesn't exist yet or very minimally exists and to empower and support and come beside and Mm -hmm. raise up national believers to lead the charge of the Mm -hmm. church. It is not to come and be like, I'm the, the savior here, like I'm the hero, but the opposite actually to come up under, wash the feet of those who will um, lead out in their mm-hmm. own people group. Mm-hmm. And so um, if I'm trying to send people to go do that, then that should be what my leadership looks like too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not it's not me being out in front always. There are elements of that, but actually coming up under and beside. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love what you were saying too about it's a just how we see in the life of Jesus, him washing, washing people's feet or just this, I think there, yeah, like what you said, this, or there is this misconception of, oh, a leader is just always out in front. They're only out in front and almost this, oh, they don't make themselves accessible to Mm -hmm. the rest of the people. And it's like, no, that's not true. Jesus, he made himself accessible to everyone. He was in the crowds and he was with the one. And I see that in your life, Mm -hmm. Sarah, which I think is so sweet. Even our last episode, we were talking about friendship with Jesus and you are friends with those who you lead, who you, um, who you minister to, like your ministry is also friendship Mm -hmm. with, with the people that you're walking alongside. And you make yourself so accessible, just like Jesus did with, with the, the people that you lead. And I, I can hear, um, just even when you've told me different stories, in in your ministry of leadership of just your love like your love for the people that you're leading which I mean so images our father of he he loved being in the crowds he loved being with the one he loved he had so much compassion and that's just so sweet of just the how the Holy Spirit is not just in empowered you with the mm-hmm. gift of leadership, but just filled you with all the fruits of the <laughs> spirit to just love those you lead. Yeah, yeah. And even Jesus like he calls Peter by like the he calls him the rock. Like he calls mm. he gives them the names of who they're becoming. Mm. And that's also such a sweet picture of like a leader sees and calls out, this is who Mm. you're becoming. Like, do you see it? Are you missing it? Mm. And don't miss it anymore. Like this is who God is making you to be. Um, So anyways, I was just thinking that as you were talking, like that's also the, um, we get to image God as leaders in the way that we name and call Mm -hmm. people who God made them to Mm. be, which is also such a beautiful um, it's just a joy and it's scary too. <laughs> so you don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> I love that. Um, another thing I want, I want to hear more from you about is just how you walk in so much like humility and yet boldness at the same time as a leader. Because I think, I mean, I'm, I can say this to be true for your life, Sarah, that as you've led, I see just the meekness Mm -hmm. of Jesus. And yet at the same time, just this like Holy spirit confidence Mm -hmm. and just fear of God in your leadership of like, you know, God, he gave you this gift and you could have just shied away. You could have been like, oh, I'm just going to kind of, you know, maybe like step over, like, no, it actually honors God to walk, you know, in the giftings he has given. And so how, as a leader, do you, do you walk in both of these things at the same time? Yeah, that's a great question, especially because I think for women in the church, this is really 
um, challenging because we don't see that many examples often of women mm-hmm. leading with boldness and with humility, mm-hmm. like especially boldness. That's that's one where where the church, I think, could grow a lot, mm-hmm. um, at least in the Western worlds. And so um, for me, learning about meekness was a kind of a turning point years ago for my own understanding of how to lead because the definition of meekness is actually power under control, mm. which is awesome because that's how we're supposed to use any spiritual gift is in a, in a way where we are a vessel of God's power, mm. but it's under the control of the spirit. Mm. So it's not, I'm controlling this and I'm going to mm-hmm. use it. But mm. instead I'm actually going to like lean back and let God use this gift. He had like, it's all him. Mm. I like I, my whole body was created by him. This gift is mm-hmm. from him. The power to use the gift is from him. And so meekness means it's not weakness or even like smallness it is power under control of the spirit Mm. um and so i think what that looks like practically is just um a lot of prayer of god when i whether it's stand up on stage and you know lead a call to worship at church or um i go and meet with this person at a coffee shop and talk with them about their next steps or whatever it is that i'm stepping into I ask God, God, would you help me not shy away from what is true and real and have courage to say it mm-hmm. um, and, and em- embody it uh, with all of me, like mm. all of Sarah, not just like a piece of me um, through your spirit. But then also, would you uh, give me the humility to recognize over and over that anything good is not from me. It is mm. through Christ who dwells in me. Um, and that is that combination is unstoppable mm-hmm. um, because then we can speak with courage and we can speak with humility knowing that all things are from God. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, especially with, with women, I feel like this is one um, I've had to fight through the feeling of, well, I'm not supposed to be bold and loud and, mm-hmm. um, and like confident in these ways in every space. But um, God has helped me see that when I do that, uh, under the spirit's power that it's actually so glorifying to God and really joyful for me and for mm. other people too. Mm. That's so good. And mm. I think what sticks out to me about you, Sarah, is that even though you are a leader, like through the Holy Spirit, you've never stopped being a follower. Mm. Like you've never stopped being a follower, a follower of the King. And I, I just think that that's so powerful because you see, he is the chief shepherd. He is the mm-hmm. king and you are leading under his yeah. leadership of you. And I think it's so easy, you know, like to look at leaders in the church and just be like, oh, they have it all figured out. Or like yeah. they've like graduated up from you know, they're in this different rank and it's like, no, yeah. they're so tr- children of God. And, and so sheep, they're just like <laughs> sheep, like falling up at the shepherd being like, come on, everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you, kn- I love how much you love being a sheep. Yeah. I feel like you talk about that a lot. <laughs> I need to talk about yeah. it a lot. Um, and that Jesus is shepherd. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's you, yeah, you really live that way and in, in your leadership and you look because you're so fall, like you, keep following Jesus. I I just seen you like you keep your eyes on his meekness Mm -hmm. and his boldness of just even how he wept Mm -hmm. with Mary and Martha and yet had the boldness and authority to cast demons out, to calm storms. And 
you know, you know, your call is to more than anything become like him mm-hmm. and be like him. And the fruit of that just bears fruit in your ministry of, of leadership. And so even for those of you listening, I hope that's an encouragement to you to, um, as you, as a spirit has gifted you with leadership, you never stop being a follower, mm-hmm. follower of Jesus. That's so good. And even in that, in, in this gifting, like you're saying, things can get hard and be really hard. I it's, <laughs> Um, I'm like, oh, sometimes I'm like, how does Sarah, how does Sarah do it? Um, in different stories you have, but I, I think about even different, different people God uses of like Moses led a just really unfaithful people through the will. Like Moses was leading through the wilderness. Talk about a hard time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) really tough. Peter, Peter, Paul leading in the church during Mm -hmm. persecution, just all these different pictures we see of, um, God's people leading just in really hard times. Yet Mm. Romans says those who lead are to lead with zeal. Mm. So how do you, Sarah, keep leading with zeal, even when it's really hard and tough? Um, well, the first honest answer is I don't always. Mm. And there are a lot of days where I get to the end of the day and I realize, wow, I tried to do that all out of my own strength, um, was not walking in the spirit, but was walking in the flesh Mm. and, um, have to repent of those days and ask God for, um, grace to keep going, even though I see my own messiness and it makes me want to, you know, back away or -hmm. or stop. Um, but I think long-term what's helped me keep going, even in the dips and valleys of zeal coming and going is, um, one surrounding myself with friends and leaders who are the kind of people I want to be like, um, and that aren't, they're not going to be afraid to challenge me or, um, ask me hard questions. And I will choose to be honest with them Mm. because there's no way to keep leading, especially like leading people is just, it's just, it's a mess. Like it's so (laughs) messy because I'm a mess Uh. and all humans are a mess. So it's just a really messy thing. Um, but I need people that are grounding in my life. Um, so many different spheres and types of friends and people in order to keep going. Um, and then the other one, which we'll talk about actually in our next episode next week (laughs) is getting away with God. Mm. And that actually is so restorative to me that that is probably one of the main ways that I continue to have zeal and keep going is getting away with God, receiving vision from him. Mm. So it's not zeal that I'm just making up like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to try this thing. I do that sometimes, but, um, but receiving from God and then walking in that mm. rather than just my own plans or ideas is really what helps me keep going. Even when it's really hard. Mm, that's so good. Oh, we're going to start to close down, which I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I still have so many questions for you, but, um, I would love to hear one last just encouragement you would give to even a brother or sister who's maybe mm-hmm. they're sensing the spirit has gifted them with leadership or they've been walking in this. Yeah. Um, well, I have heard, I don't remember where this is from originally, but the way to know if you're a leader is to look behind you and see if anyone's following you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's just a really good starting place is seeing, are there people following me? Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, what are they following me towards? Mm. And Um, that will give you a pretty good idea of, um, how God has gifted you as a leader. Mm. Um, 
I also think asking people around you for feedback. Hey, do you see a spiritual gift of Mm -hmm. leadership? Do you see me being empowered through the spirit to lead people with zeal and um, listening to them? And Mm -hmm. um, again, it's not a value thing. It's this is a gift from God. And again, something that all believers are called to do is lead others. But specifically, if this is a spiritual gift, it's a Mm -hmm. great thing to just ask other people, Mm -hmm. which goes for all spiritual gifts. But um, I'm sure there are people around you that would be happy to tell you ways that they see it in your life mm-hmm. if that is the case. Um, and then a specific resource is there's a book called Spiritual Leadership. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who wrote it because I'm so bad at remembering things like this. But um, that book is just a great biblical, uh, has a b- biblical basis for what spiritual mm-hmm. leadership is and is one that has helped me shape mm-hmm. my understanding of, of leadership. I love, I love all the resources. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, that is all that we have for this episode. And next mm-hmm. week, Sarah mentioned this, we're going to be diving into silence and solitude Ooh. retreats, um, what they are and how you can take one. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Live Full podcast. All of our episodes are now available on YouTube at livefull.org YouTube. If you're watching this, hit subscribe and you'll get notified about new Word and Spirit teachings. One of the best ways you can follow the Spirit is by practicing your spiritual gift. And we wrote a book to help you do just that. And if you'd like to learn how to know your gift and how to practice it, you can get a copy of the book, Use Your Gift, at livefull.org book.